Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. So let me start off with a very interesting thought for you. I'm wondering if we've got leadership development and training wrong. Maybe not completely wrong. Yet, I think we have a pretty major missing piece. When you think about leadership and you think about management, and let's say we get 10 leaders in a room and we get 10 managers in a room, and we're talking about projects, workplace performance, engagement, whatever the title is. I think it would be very, very hard to find a group of 10 people who sit there and talk about what they're lacking in leadership. Now, that doesn't mean leaders don't lack leadership. Yet what I'm saying is they will typically talk about employees and projects and their employees' attitudes and who's lacking motivation, who's an emerging leader. And that's a pretty standard thing. Yet, when you think about organizations today, think about an organization and who primarily makes up the population of an organization. It's typically employees or individual contributors. So when you look at those percentages, it's typically about 80% of an organization is individual contributors of some kind. Now, what do we do to develop their reception of leadership. One of the things for past 30, 31 years I've done is coached boys volleyball. And I bring this stuff up all the time for an example, and really for a very specific reason. I tell guys all the time, it's about we, not me. If it's about me, it's about my ego. I will not tolerate that. It's the first thing you do after every season, I start my first practice the next season with that message. Now, with everything that's gone on in the world, we have so much content out there, and I've certainly provided some of it, talking about what we need to do for employees, flexibility, the four-day work week, engagement, staff development, mental health, helping them with anxiety. What we don't talk about is the development of the largest pool of people in an organization in terms of their reception to leadership, their coachability, their professional requirement of accepting feedback openly and honestly. Now, the reason I bring up boys volleyball is think about someone going through high school or college. They go typically eight to 10 years over that time span. Not once will they attend a class on the reception of feedback or what it's like to be a great teammate, 
So let's say just for math's sake, almost a decade goes by and they enter the workforce. They now have people with more skills, potentially greater age, different backgrounds, certainly some commonalities, and they're thrown into this thing called the team environment and they get feedback. The boss says, come in my office right away. I need to see you. And for whatever reason, the boss gives constructive feedback. And there is nothing wrong with that. Something happens after that feedback. We don't talk about it enough. We don't acknowledge it enough. And if we don't acknowledge it, we can't fix what we don't acknowledge. That person, let's say in their first year of employment, is going to go back to this thing called the cubicles. Where the bulk of people sit. Could be offices, could be cubicles. Yet it's the employee population. And somebody's going to say, what did the boss say? He said, well, he had to give me some constructive feedback in X, Y, Z. And you know what happens? The undermining starts. The dismissiveness of the feedback starts. Not all the time. Typically, you'll hear, oh, yeah, he did the same thing with me. You know, you, just forget it. You'll, 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 you'll get past it. He'll forget about it. Don't worry about it. And what happens is our own pools of people will discount one another's development because they haven't been taught coachability, feedback reception, how to seek and accept feedback. So we've actually developed something here at Progress Coaching called Feedback Progressions. Now, feedback progressions actually comes from a very unique thing that I do when we do role-playing, whether it's with salespeople, customer service people, certainly in our line of work, coaches practicing the coaching conversation. I will have them practice, and I will not provide constructive feedback for four or five sessions. And we live by a notion to help people feel good about getting better. Now, here's why we do that. More times than not, feedback becomes, and excuse the crass analogy, a loaded gun. Salespeople are notorious for it. That's why they hate to role play. Well, that was pretty good. But what I would have done or what I do in that situation. Now, the person's intent can be fantastic. Yet, they discount the person. What I would do. Like, my idea is better. And so when you give each other feedback positively, when you ask somebody, so Susie, what did you do well? And she talks positively about herself. There's momentum built. She's starting to feel pretty good about this thing called practice. The same thing can happen in the workplace. Try this out with your employees. Have each one of your employees for four straight weeks seek feedback from a peer, maybe another manager above them, where they have an opportunity to improve and Give them a rule of engagement. And the only thing when you get this feedback you can say is, thank you. Employees hate it. Now, here's why you do it. See, when we're getting feedback and we're in that moment, we tend to get triggered by what we agree with or disagree with. Therefore, it transitions into whether I will accept or dismiss the feedback. Think about it. When was the last time someone gave you feedback you disagreed with? You don't go into the stratosphere of mindset growth saying, oh, wow, but this is a perception I need to control, which is probably true. We tend to go into a mindset of, well, that's just not true, and we discount it. 
What happens over time, time does a wonderful thing. It gives us reason to think. So by saying thank you for the feedback and not reacting in the moment, more times than not, people come to the conclusion, wow, maybe I do do that. Because more times than not, when we're in the moment and we discount it, we dismiss it from our minds. Think about two people who get in an argument, only to have those two people come back a couple days later and say, look, I was thinking about our argument. I said some things. I was out of line. I just wanted to apologize. And that's pretty common. Well, what changed? What changed was when they were in the moment and they were talking and they got heated, they lost perspective. They went into agree-disagree mode when they heard feedback. Yet time does a wonderful thing. If we could teach, and we can, if we can teach the largest percentage of people in our organization to receive coaching and feedback as well as give it, it will strengthen the major percentage of our organizations to accept leadership, to accept coaching, to accept feedback. Wouldn't our organizations be more engaged and work more effectively together? Let me know your thoughts. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.